Welcome to Knitter Square. I'm your host, Leanne Hunt, and I hope you'll pick up your knitting and spend the next little while with me as we share that warm, fuzzy feeling that comes when we knit and crochet for charity. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Knitter Square podcast. Uh, we are on episode eight of season two, and um, going great guns in the second season. For those of you who have just discovered the podcast, um, please do remember that there's lots of episodes already recorded. You can find them simply by um, looking at the past episodes on the podcast app, whichever one you use, or if you're on the um, the hosting site, a cast, you can find um, past episodes listed there. We've gone through um, looking at lots of different uh, aspects of our, our work from contributors all over the world, history of Knitter Square, sort of how it all started, um, various people who have been involved in establishing the various parts of, of it, for example, the, the forum and various campaigns that have been run over the years. And um, then, of course, uh, lots of the activities here in South Africa on the ground. So um, I think you'll probably enjoy listening back to those if you haven't done so already. Um, today I've got uh, just a selection of little short chats that I recorded at the barn because um, on Tuesday I went in, there was lots of activity and I just decided that um, it would be a, a great opportunity to just catch some of our volunteers while they're busy working. Um, as I'm sitting here chatting to you, it's a very warm afternoon in May. Uh, I'm sitting in my little studio with the sun flooding through the window. Outside we are experiencing autumn, so the the chill in the air is significant, especially if you're sitting in the shade. Um, but where I'm usually sitting during the day, if it's a sunny day, it's gorgeous and warm. I'm knitting on my usual corner-to-corner -corner squares, and uh, today it's a, it's a sort of an ivory color. I don't have any green, although I know that the color of the month is green. Um, just seem not, not to have any in my stash at the moment. But um, I, I figure that the, the white ones will uh, offset the green ones beautifully. So those ones I'll take in when I go into the barn next. Um, so as I said, today's episode is going to be a selection of short chats. Um, in order of appearance, we've got uh, Rhonda who of course is the person who started Knitter Square 12 or 13 years ago. Then Sue, who is a new volunteer, um, I thought I'd get her input just because um, for her it's also novel <laughs> and new. Uh, and then Wandi, who has been with Rhonda very much since the beginning um, and she's very experienced and loves the children, loves the work she does. And then Estelle, who's our... Um, ever faithful reporter on Facebook. She's the person who takes so many wonderful photographs and reports on opening days. Uh, she's very good at remembering who sent what. So um, I'm going to hand you over straight to those uh, four interviews and then I'll come back with some news of my own about distributions. Okay, today I'm at the barn. It's a Tuesday morning as usual. I've just come in. 
fair amount of activity to here today and I'm talking to Rhonda because we're standing next to a, a pile of blankets which we call a cake that is a little lower than my shoulder certainly higher than my elbow <laughs> I think it's probably about it's higher than my shoulder <laughs> it's higher than Rhonda's shoulder Rhonda how did this come to be so big we have had an absolute influx of blankets. We've had Google groups returning blankets. Mm -hmm. And this morning we had the wonderful ladies from the retirement village who work for us. They call themselves misfits <laughs> because they, come, they tend to come in and take some of the awkward squares and then they either add to those or, or actually sometimes they re-knit them. And um, they make these absolutely beautiful blankets. And, and then the other group, which call themselves the Notter Squares, mm -hmm. who do similar work, they also happen to come in this morning. So the Misfits bought 29 blankets, and the Notter Squares, I haven't counted, but probably a dozen. Mm -hmm. And they're all absolutely beautiful. On top of all the Gogo blankets yes. and some of the blankets we opened last week, because last week... We photographed right down to the floor. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so this is a new pile. A new pile from last week. That's incredible. And on that very day, I came into Mitchell Square this morning, hopefully with my camera, to take all these photographs, and the camera needs charging. So right now it's on charge, mm. and I'm just hoping that in an hour or so, I can start doing these photographs because okay. we are now also being contacted because it's getting cold by lots of um, people who want to come and collect blankets for their either their NGOs or their groups or their schools or mm. their groups of children or whatever. So yes. we've got several of those um, coming in today to take sort of 50 blankets, beanies mm -hmm. and things at a time. Uh, one of them ha spends the whole of winter handing out because he lives in a squatter camp. Oh. He's a very, he's a, a very um, poor gentleman and um, he actually lives in a squatter camp and so when he sees the needs of his community he will give a blanket and he's really very good about taking photographs oh, too. Oh fantastic. Yeah, yes. Every now and then. So um, with his with his old cell phone. Yes. And um, he's just a wonderful guy. Mm. So we met him last year mm -hmm. and he, he did he took 50 blankets and took about seven months to distribute them. Oh, I see. And yeah. then he'll come back and get and a new batch. And he's coming today and he's absolutely thrilled. Right. And we do have quite a few blankets in stock. Yes. As you can see. So but, really I, but I know that um, uh, people are taking yes. for distributions. I mean, I'm busy packing for a distribution and yes, Bongi wants to do a distribution. And Sue's got a distribution. Asile and Mandy have been doing okay. a distribution in Middleburg, yeah. which is freezing cold. Middleburg place. is cold. Yeah. Right on that grass, that high felt grass mm. with very few trees and not much cover, if you yes. know what I mean. It's a very, very cold place. So mm. there's, they're doing a big distribution mm. in that area. And Wandi has got a list already. Mm -hmm. uh, we are just a little worried about the possibility of a third wave of COVID, yes. which is, I see in the newspaper, is just starting to make itself felt. Mm -hmm. And if that does rise, we may have to wait until we send our blankets again to the informal settlements. Yes. I'm really sad about that, but mm. I don't want to put, you know, um, Viv or Wandi or Temba at risk mm -hmm. in any way. It's mm -hmm. just not 
a good idea. Yes. So, um, yeah. Other than that, truly, Minister Square is flying this year. Mm. We're receiving post well. We've got bundles of blankets. The Google groups are all coming back and taking nice. blankets to sew. Mm-hmm. And so it's really super. It's, uh, there's a great atmosphere, of, and we're full of hope. Mm. Mm. Well, that's great, uh, Rhonda. I see that everybody else is quietened down. I think they've suddenly realized we're recording. So, <laughs> and and you wanted them to make a noise. It's fine. I'll go and catch some more people to chat to. <laughs> okay, Leah. Good. Here I am with Sue at the table, and Sue's busy doing a whole lot of sorting. So, Sue, why don't you tell us when you joined us at Knitter Square, and what do you think of it? I only joined a couple of, of months ago, mm-hmm. and I'm just loving it. Mm-hmm. I'm just blown away by the generosity of people, the beautiful squares that come in from all over the world. That's, I think, what amazes me most. Croatia, Australia, America, UK, and all so different. Yes. And the thing I love most is when the people bring in their blankets and every single blanket is different. Every single person's getting a designer blanket because no other one's exactly the same. So I'm, I am. I'm loving it. I love the ladies here. I love the atmosphere. And um, yes, it's, it's filled a lovely part of my boredom from having to retire. So it's... Um, okay. Yes, so I'm absolutely loving it. And... Uh, as I say, I'm blown away by the creativity of people yeah. and the generosity of people. Do you like to sew blankets yourself? I do a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of the most avid sewers, but I do take them home and do my little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, uh, I won't say that mine are the greatest blankets that mm-hmm. come in, you know, but I do my little bit. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yes, now, I do. So what are you doing here as we chat at the well, table? As we're chatting now, these squares have all come in from um, a lady at St. Stidian's, I think Estelle said, mm-hmm. and she has brought um, these, a lady called Karen and her daughter. They've mm-hmm. done, and we're just sorting them into colours and sizes. Now, they're more or less mm-hmm. the same size by the look of it. Lovely. We're just putting them into colours and into mm-hmm. bundles, and... Um, Hopefully people can match up with other stuff they've had in or mm-hmm. else we'll co- colour coordinate some and put them in a bundle right. to be sewn up. Great. Yeah. And then these all go to um, either the, the uh, groups from, like at Estelle's group, yes. I know they, sell, they sew up a lot, or to the go-go groups. That's right, yes. Or else even the ladies here who come in, you know, who work here and they mm-hmm. take a lot because, okay. you know... Um, Audrey's coming in just now, and she always takes a mountain she home. She does, And that's Liz right. takes a mountain home, you and know. And so takes a mountain F home. takes home. Yep. So, um, yes, they get distributed mm-hmm. pretty well. Lovely. And um, it is, it's, it's, it's uh, incredible, it really is. I mean, there must be thousands and thousands of squares that come in. Oh, I know, that's what's amazing. Yes, yeah. it's just the complete yeah, volume. And the different colours and... It's just, mm. I am quite a creative person, mm-hmm. so I think this is why I'm really enjoying it so much, to just see the creativity of people, you yes. know, how they take the most amazing, funny things and they make them into these exquisite blankets. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I just am gobsmacked yeah. by. Lovely. Yeah. Yes. Well, good. Thank you, Sue. Appreciate Pleasure. that. Pleasure. <laughs> Wandi, it's lovely to see you again. Have you been well? 
Yes, I've been well, thanks God. Yes. I'm still well. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I, I heard Wanda, uh, Rhonda talking to you about a distribution you're going to be doing next week. Yes, I have two crashes to do. Mm-hmm. In Pratia South, it's an informal settlement okay. place. And the first one has got 25 children, mm-hmm. and the second one is 65. Okay. So um, I asked Rhonda to do those distributions because of this cold weather now. Absolutely. Yes. Um, are the creches uh, functioning like they, they always did? Are, they all, are they all the children together back, back at school? No. Some parents are still afraid to take their kids to, to the creches. They'd rather keep them and look after them themselves. Mm-hmm. But some, because they are working, they have to take them to the creches. Of course. Yes. So working parents yes, leave their children yes. at the crash. But though they are not very, very happy about that because the social distance thing yes. is the most problem. It is a problem. Yes, because you know the kids, you can't control them all the time. Yes, you can sit them in a distant uh, position. Yes. But once they are all by themselves, they play. They play. That's the problem, yes. Yeah. Mm. Although um, we have heard it said that the um, the virus tends to spread more through adults than children, there hasn't been a lot of um, infection amongst the children. Is that right? Yes, mostly it's the adults and mostly the elderly, like us, over 50, over 60. I haven't heard much about the young children. Yes, mm. yes. But even so, we still have to take precautions. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So how many, you, you say 25? I the, have, one I have the first one is 25, the other one is 65. Oh, lovely. Okay, that's a lot of packing you Yes, do. yes, I'll do that today. Just tell us about how you'll do the packing. Oh, we from this mountain, <laughs> mountain of, of blankets. blankets. Yes, I take a few. Otherwise, I'll draw the stock from there, which is from, on the shelf. The, on the shelves, yes. yes. And I brought some last week from okay. the Gogos. Yes. I'll take some from those. Okay. Mm. And will you be taking hats and hand yes, we'll take well? beanies and the hand warmers and some toys. Nice. Yeah. And then with the actual distribution, it, does Temba take you out? Yes, Timber will get me from home and then we get here, we take the blankets to the crashes and then when we get there, he helps to take the blankets mm-hmm. inside. Yes, so he carries the hard Yes, he does help. And who takes photographs? Is that your job? Uh, both of us. You both do? Both of us. But yes. I think this time it's going to be easy. Because not all the children will be having their blankets on. We'll mm-hmm. just put the blanket packs mm-hmm. and then the kids will stand behind the blanket kids. Maybe a few ah. will wear will wear the blankets. Yes. Then we'll take a few photographs. Yes. Unlike before, because we used to take every child with a blanket on. I see. So this time we'll just take a few a and then they'll stand next to the blanket packs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose for social distancing purposes, you need to be careful with Yes, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. It's about 1.5 meter uh, apart. Distance. That's how we're going to put our, our blanket packs. 
Sure. Well yeah. done, Bondi. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. We need all the okay. luck. Yeah. Yes. And the kids, they need to be warm. It's cold now. Yes, it certainly is getting cold. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Wans. Thanks. Right. Estelle, you're here and you're going to tell me a little bit about some blankets that came in this morning. Yes, we've got the most beautiful blankets, two blankets from Patricia Underwood. Uh-huh. Um, one is very, well, they both look like variegated yarn and they're corner to corners. Lovely. Oh, uh, so soft. They are. Oh, the one, my favorite colors of turquoise, blue, lilacs. Uh-huh. And then there's a lovely warm one yes. of autumn colors with a bit of purple in them. Oh. So they are absolutely gorgeous. Now these are crocheted blankets. Crocheted, yeah. That and she- they do them all in one. No, they start, I think, at one corner and they go. Oh, I yes. see. So the whole blanket is corner to corner. Oh, so it's, yes. that comes out as stripes. Absolutely. Oh, Diagonal yes. stripes. And, yes. Isn't it beautiful? Is it a rectangle, though? Because surely yes, it, it is. Oh, yes. now you see, that yes. is quite clever. Because yes. if I was doing corner to corner, it would end up as a square. <laughs> yeah. Wow, amazing. that is so nice. I hope you're going to put a picture on Facebook. Uh, I've already taken a photograph of yeah. Bongi uh, holding them up yes. because Bongi opened Patricia's parcel. Oh, that's so, beautiful. Uh, and this Patricia will be colors pleased. are so pretty. Oh, yes. That's almost like fire colors. Too. Now, the theme this month is celebrations. Yes. And uh, so many of the ladies are doing Christmas blankets. Okay. Absolutely gorgeous because... You know, we love Christmas, yeah, don't we? We do. And, and and I know you make a point of collecting Christmas themed squares and things. That's right. But mm. the thing is, Patricia has just done a Christmas blanket. Okay. So that was her blanket so far for, for May. So yeah, for celebration. That's exciting. <laughs> and then um, the other unusual thing that's happened, Leanne, mm-hmm. is uh, we got a parcel from the UK from Julia Bush. Yes. The first day we opened, I think it was the first week of February, yes. we opened the barn and uh, her note said, this is parcel two of two parcels. Mm-hmm. The other parcel will be arriving. Mm-hmm. So all these weeks we've been yeah. walking around looking for another parcel from Julia yes. and um, <laughs> Rhonda put a notice up on the board of things that we're wanting to find yes and it says look for julia bush parcel two okay so it was parcel one yes and um vivian uh opened the parcel this morning oh lovely so that's a a break of a couple of months between the first one coming and the second one coming and they were obviously posted on the the same day the same day yeah but in separate packages and you said because of the weight of the parcel um yes i think in the uk if you keep the parcel under 2Ks, mm-hmm. you know, it's one price over 2Ks, it, I think it almost jumps falls. to another price range. Prices. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Mm. Well, so, lovely. That's exciting. And yes. another thing, I mean, we'll have a photograph of this mountain of blankets today. Yes, I know. <laughs> but Heather came in with 29, and yes. Leanne uh, came in with 15. Okay. And we've still got. I think 300 there to yes. add from 1D last week. Okay. So, in fact, it's going to topple over <laughs> <It is soon. laughs> before we reach the ceiling. Yes. Yeah, so the blankets that came in were presumably people who had taken blanket packs. And then those, the, the ones who came in today, Heather, mm-hmm. they are misfit. And they 
cleared out these shelves of all the, you know, recycled ones that needed to be recycled and uh, we couldn't find others for. And Leanne, she is not a square. I think she was the first one to start not a square. And they make those incredible blankets where they crochet in between to get it into a, a lovely blanket. Take regular squares now and then they take uh, not so square squares. <laughs> and it is absolutely amazing what they bring back. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's exciting Good. and happens. A new lady from one of Lovely. Uh, Kate. There you go. Hello. Good. Hi, Kate. I'll be with you in a minute. Sure. <laughs> well, that's it. Um, I think that'll do for today. Thanks, uh, Estelle. Thanks, thanks Leanne. So I hope you enjoyed those short chats with some of our volunteers. Uh, there were several more volunteers um, on the floor, but um, they were very busy, as you can imagine. Um, what I wanted to say, though, was also um, what I did, because I had a really fun day on Tuesday. Um, you know from my previous podcast episodes that I can't see well. I'm visually impaired, and so in the past, and I've been involved with Knitter Square for about four years, um, I've always gone in and um, either chatted to people and got information for the blog because initially I was writing a, a weekly or bi-weekly blog post just reporting pretty much like Estelle does now uh, on what was going on. Um, and then as I sort of got more confident, um, I would help sort the squares that came in into sizes and textures so that Others who could see better could uh, um, coordinate them into pretty color schemes. So uh, that's kind of as far as it's got. I've never actually opened post before. Uh, <laughs> and um, I've always envied those who do because it looks like such fun. You pick up a big parcel off the pile and it's a bit like Christmas morning and you carry it over your, to your table and whisk off the the tape or the string or whatever and open it up to uh, reveal what is inside and we have a sort of a system where um, we have to take note of, first of all that it is addressed to Knitter Square because occasionally the post office send us parcels that aren't actually intended for us simply because they they sort of look similar you know maybe they are big chunky soft parcels that look as if they contain squares and yet maybe it's some unfortunate grandmother sending a jersey to her child not intending it to come to Knit Square at all so we have to be careful that we don't open the wrong post so that's the first thing that happens and then once the parcel is opened we need to fish around inside for a packing slip so that we can keep a record of who the parcel came from um, if there are if there's a tally of squares, then we note that tally and um, always send the, the parcel slip along to Rhonda so she can make a record of the squares that have come in. And then, um, of course, just uh, if there's a note from the, the contributor, we always love to read the notes out loud and pass them around and let everybody know who we are in touch with. So this was my very first time when I actually opened a parcel. Um, I had done all the interviews as you heard and then um, I put my phone away 
and there was uh, there wasn't a huge amount of post but everybody was busy and I think I was carried away with the excitement and I said right today I'm going to open a parcel so I went over and I collected um, a big white bundle probably um, gosh I don't know it was it must have been about two kgs or a little less it certainly wasn't a heavy parcel um, but it was nicely packaged in white packaging and I think some brown tape not not entirely sure anyway I asked Bongi to help me you know find out all the details she said to me it had come from Hillary Smith in Scotland now I'm not sure if that's correct I looked up Hillary Smith on our square circle forum and I couldn't find her name so Hillary if I've got it a little wrong I apologize but the um the parcel contained 75 beautifully knitted squares, all the exact same size in a variety of colors. And so I was able to um, easily form those into some um, piles so that we had 35 squares per pile. And um, I managed to coordinate some colors as well, which was really nice. I think, you know, I, I did art at school. I actually really love creativity and art. It's just that don't always trust my my sight but if it's just a case of um, coordinating say blues and purples and grays and whites um, into one pile and yellows and reds and oranges and some sort of corally colors into another pile I'm pretty good at that because you know my eyesight is I, I certainly can't see the the detail in the speckles but I can see the the bright colors so I managed that and it was great fun. I really enjoyed it. I only did one parcel, <laughs> but um, it was very satisfying. And then I did some more um, sorting of other squares that had come, come past bits and pieces on the table that I was trying to sort of match up with other matching sizes. And then Bongi and I had both planned distributions. Bongi was going to go to a, a creche um, not far from her home. So you would have already seen those pictures up on, on Facebook and on the, the forum because she managed to get her distribution off very quickly. The children, she said, were very excited. Um, and she made sure that she uh, was in safe social distancing distance for the, for the photographs to be taken. So that was Bongi's distribution. She took uh, 20 sets of blankets and beanies and hand warmers and toys. And I was doing a distribution through a friend of mine down in KZN. KZN is um, short for KwaZulu-Natal. It's one of our provinces um, bordering on the eastern coast, but it reaches right into the mountains, and the mountain areas get very, very cold. They're also pretty remote, and um, uh, many of the communities there are very poor. So if this friend of mine um, oversees a feeding scheme uh, way into the rural areas, and um, she and her um, her mom actually um, are in charge of this feeding scheme and they make sure that the children always have warm things when, when winter comes. So I wanted to support her with that and I collected um, 60 sets. Um, I'd actually collected 40 a couple of weeks ago because of course um, we drive a very small car and <laughs> you can't fit that many big bags into the back of a car. So I'd collected 40 already. And then this time Bongi took her 20 and I took another 20. Um, that filled up the car all over again. And we drove those home. And then my husband and I were heading down to KZN 
for the weekend to visit his dad. And so we packaged the 60 bundles, the si well, it was about seven bundles, I suppose, but of 60 blankets and, and matching toys and things to go with them. Um, packaged those in the back. And then I met this friend of ours um, on an off-ramp from the highway at Howick. In fact, we, we met at Nottingham Road. And um, she will distribute, distribute them from Howick. And um, I'm looking forward to that because she um, was very excited to receive the, the blankets and she'll be organizing a distribution fairly soon. And then we'll put some lovely pictures onto the forum and onto Facebook from that. Um, the scheme that she's involved in is called Angels Care. And it's in collaboration with a preschool called, well, a primary school, in fact, called Tembalichle. And um, so look out for the, the photos when they come. So I've been pretty busy and pretty inspired. And I have to tell you, um, all you contributors out there, how absolutely wonderful it is to be able to do this work um, with such a constant flow of of beautiful squares and beanies and hand warmers and toys that are being donated. It's just absolutely awesome because um, it's a huge work. There are so many cold and needy and vulnerable children out there. Um, you know, we have a, a country where I think our average age is 25. We are such a young country and so many of our young adults have families or the, 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 the women have babies maybe they're not actually supported by men but there are just so many children out there that are in need so you know it's just fantastic that that we can give them a bit of warmth and um, obviously there are other charities that help with feeding and education and health and things like that but it, we can keep them warm and give them something really beautiful to treasure as their own it's a very special thing i just want to thank you all again from the bottom of my heart because it's so it's for for me it's just so gratifying to be involved in something where um i feel like i'm making a difference as well as i say sitting in my studio behind glass in a warm sunny room knitting <laughs> i feel as if i can actually have an impact and make a difference out there and i'm sure it's like that for all of our volunteers here in south africa each of us do a very small amount but we join forces with a very big community of Square Circle members. So thank you again. Um, and I think that's all from me. So that's this is Leanne Hunt casting off. You can find show notes at www.knit-a-square.com slash kas-podcast. Please tell your friends about this podcast if you've enjoyed it, and you can share links on Facebook, Twitter, and wherever your knitting friends congregate. Together, we are bringing hope to South Africa's vulnerable children, one square at a time.